Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1807 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And I have created four incredible courses for you, Fire Nation, so you can accomplish goals, create funnels, and webinars that actually convert. They are free and waiting for you at eofire.com. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Jeff Sanders. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? Ready to do this. Yes. Jeff's a keynote speaker, author of The 5 a.m. Miracle, host of The 5 a.m. Miracle podcast, and founder of The Rockin' Productivity Academy. Learn more at jeffsanders.com. Jeff, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Little glimpse of personal life. That's a good question. Uh, well, <laughs> the last few months of my life, I've been working hard on my next book. Uh, so I think that the gap to fill in would be that I am working on a book called The Free Time Formula. So it's all about how to carve out a little more margin in your life and get more done in that perspective. So it's like a companion product to The 5 a.m. Miracle in, that, in a lot of ways. But uh, my life the last few months has been nothing but library time to research and write. <laughs> that's, that's my life right now. Well, Fire Nation, if you're recognizing Jeff's voice, that's because he was guest episode number 1136 and 1693, and now, of course, 1807. So this is his third time, which, of course, is always a charm. And Jeff, you're good at a lot of things, but break it down for Fire Nation. What's one thing that you're really an expert on? I think one thing that I think works well for me, the work that I do, is taking things that seem complex and burdensome and overwhelming and making them as simple as possible. Uh, I know that one thing I focus on every day is just trying to figure out with the amount of stuff that I have to do and the amount of things that I want to help other people, people solve and problems I want to have them overcome, like how do you take all of that mess and make it as simple and as direct as possible? Uh, if anything, that's what I spend my time working on. So it's it's a skill that I've kind of, you know, sharpened over time. But really, it's just that question of how do I make everything I'm doing straightforward, simple and direct. And when that happens, it's amazing how much better I feel, how much more work I get done. Uh, it's just I think it's an amazing thing to take a complex problem and make it just very simple and very solvable. Well, what's something that we as entrepreneurs don't know about this simplicity that you've become an expert on that we probably should? I think if anything, what I've realized is that there is an opportunity in the middle of every chaotic mess. In other words, a lot of people, myself included, will take a, a major messy problem, you know, whether it's your finances or you know, your customers or whatever you're dealing with that seems to like overwhelm you. There is something in that that can help you grow and the problem is right in front of you. Um, as an example of that, like recently I've been working on my latest book and I've been really ta- like working with this mental challenge of trying to take a lot of information and make it very straightforward. And what I've realized is normally if I have a problem that seems to just bug me nonstop, the answer I'm looking for is almost always like in my notes, looking right, right, right in the face. Like it's right there. Like the solution you're looking for is normally not in some fancy, you know, degree you have to go get or some other, you know, wise master on the mountain to go talk to. Most of the time, the answer you need is so like right there in, in your life. If you just acknowledge what that could be and the simplistic nature of that, it's amazing to me just how often whatever problem I'm having I always find the answer was always there and I was ignoring it. I was trying to make it more complicated than it was. Like I was I was my own problem. And when I get out of the way, it's amazing just how much faster I get to the solution. So I'm looking for ways to do that all the time. You know, if I'm my health is a problem or my, you know, my, my business is having a struggle, whatever it is, I shock myself all the time that I can just do the simplest of things, those fundamental things 
and get more energy, get more money, get more whatever the thing is I'm trying to get. It's just so simple and, and usually right there. Fire Nation, sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. I mean, let's look in the mirror. Let's be honest with ourselves. Now, Jeff, you lead a pretty simple life for the most part. I mean, you don't want a lot of distractions. You don't want a lot of chaos if you can help it. But tell us about your recent trip to the ER. What happened? Oh, boy, that's a rough one. Um, Basically, I didn't take my own advice. And so what had happened is this last spring, I was working on probably 18 different projects at the same time. I had multiple things I was trying to do all at once. And then in the middle of that, more things kept showing up. There were either opportunities I wanted to jump on or problems I really had to solve really fast. And so in like a two-week period of time, I found myself just completely swamped, just night and day working constantly. And I had a middle of a big product launch I was doing and all this work I was trying to get you know, ready for. And I found myself eating this big salad, trying to like get some you know, nutrients in my body <laughs> real fast. And I choked on the food. Oh. I got stuck in my esophagus. So not in my throat. I wasn't actually choking. Like I could still breathe, but it was stuck like in my uh, heart level, my chest. And so my muscles in my chest began to spasm and I, I felt like I was having a heart attack. Uh, turns out it was not that it was called an esophageal spasm, uh, which happens to people who get food stuck in their esophagus or you have, sometimes it's a genetic thing. Uh, but for me, it was like a tangible, like physical food just that would not go down to my stomach. And so I had these like heart attack, like symptoms, um, had to call the ambulance, had to go to the ER, got checked out. Uh, turns out I was totally fine. It was just a fluke of an accident. But one of the major causes of these besides genetics and besides food is stress. And so the more stressed out you are, the more likely you are to have spasms in your muscles when anything could go wrong with your body. And so I found myself experiencing this really ridiculous problem that never happened before in my entire life, but it happened for the most part because I had stressed myself out doing too much. And so the lessons I've learned since then has everything to do with doing as little as possible that has the biggest <laughs> impact. And when that works in the last few months, I can tell you it has worked beautifully. Um, I don't have that same sense of just, you know, gloom and doom over the work that I'm doing or that sense of like trying to get it all done as, as opposed to that method I've used for years. I'm really shifting gears and figuring out how do I do less and get more from that time. Well, Jeff, let's talk about handling unpredictable stress because, you know, that's going to happen in all of our lives. So maybe give one or two key takeaways that Fire Nation can apply to their lives and that I can apply to my life. Well, I think one of the things I saw when I was in the middle of my really stressful period before the ER visit kicked in was that I had overbooked my own calendar. So I had already personally committed to doing too much. And so because of that, there was no margin. So basically, if anything went wrong, my entire schedule was totally screwed. And so I was trying to figure out how does that work long term? How do you get to a point where you actually do have margin and not just like space in your calendar so you can watch more Netflix? Like I'm talking about space in your calendar so that when those problems show up that are going to show up, you have the flexibility to solve those problems. And of course, if they don't show up. You do have some free time you could work with however you'd like. But knowing that problems are going to show up and you're going to have to deal with things you do not see coming, there has to be a sense of planning your life out in a way and your business in a way that says that when those problems are there, I have flex time built in. I have not overbooked myself. Um, I have people to lean on. I have systems I can put into place uh, to guarantee that those things that pop up can get my full attention. So those, you know, what seems like a big problem at first can be solved very quickly. So my mission now is to figure out how do I prioritize what matters most and schedule time on my calendar intentionally just to handle things that will pop up when they do. 
Jeff, let's talk about meditation. I mean, this is something that I struggle with, even though I try to gamify it a little bit. I mean, I use this great app called Muse, and it's actually a little bit, a little device as well that goes around your forehead, kind of fits over your ears, and it comes with the app Muse, of course, where when you put it on, it kind of measures your brain signals, and you know, you hear little birds chirping when you're nice and calm, but when you don't, you hear like the waves crashing, and so you can kind of figure out during this meditation session, like whether you're actually calm or whether your mind's just racing and going a million miles an hour, which helps me because I kind of need that. And then of course you can judge over time how it works, but you know, I struggle with being consistent with it and really elongating my current time frame, which is only seven minutes. So you kind of maybe share with us some of your tips, tools, and tactics that you found helpful when it comes to meditation. So yeah, actually, I love to do meditation as often as I can. I'm not the best at doing it consistently, but one thing I have found recently that I'm really excited about is from a guy named Wim Hof. Do you know him, John? Yeah, yeah. So I bought Wim Hof's course recently, and I have just started, I'm in week one right now, and he is all about breathing techniques, he's all about stretching, all about cold therapy, like lots of really like extreme but amazing things. And so one thing that I have found just in the last couple of days that I've been doing that I'm already just obsessed with is doing his breathing techniques that are just super intense where you inhale tons of oxygen as much as you possibly can, like almost to the point of being lightheaded. And then you kind of let like your body just absorb a lot of air and relax you in that sense. And it is one of the most bizarre but amazing ways to meditate I've ever tried because it's impossible not to focus on anything but that one thing you're doing, <laughs> which I think if anything, that's my biggest problem. Meditation is that I want to do and think about everything so when I do something that is extreme on that level, it is the best way to focus my mind on one specific activity uh, to relax me, calm me down, and allow me to just do that one thing well. Um, I'm excited to see where this thing goes long term. It's a really fun program. Um, it's going to be lots of you know ice baths coming up and cold showers. But beyond that, it's a lot of uh, breathing techniques that I think will be a great way to meditate in a way that forces you to focus and really does calm you down in a great way. Well, no, that is fascinating to me and it's something that I've definitely been doing a little bit of research in myself. Where would you recommend Fire Nation start if they want to just test that out? Well, actually, he's got tons of great free interviews he's done in the past, and some of them, he explains his methods uh, pretty clearly in, in those interviews. Um, one he did with, with Rich Roll is a great one uh, that breaks down why he does what he does. He's kind of a crazy guy, uh, but he <laughs> definitely has some eccentric you know, visions on the world that I think that – you know, if you're looking for a new, fresh way to uh, to be healthy, to think more clearly, uh, he's got some really cool ideas. Let's talk about minimalism, because I think a lot of people try to fill their lives up with a lot of things, just like you've tried to fill your mouth up with too much spinach one day. I mean, what can we really do as entrepreneurs focusing on the minimalism aspect of it to really keep our lives simple, clean, and clear? Well, a few years ago, I began to use minimalism specifically with the most obvious sense of trying to own fewer things and, and throw away and recycle and give away whatever I possibly could. And that definitely had a dramatic impact just on like the physical you know, space I live and work in. But then I applied those same concepts uh, to everything that I've tried to do, whether it's my task manager, whether it's my project list, uh, the stuff that I commit to, my calendar overall, trying to figure out how does minimalism apply to the specific things I'm saying yes to all the time. Um, because a big part of minimalism is saying no constantly. And so that's if that you apply that in every possible way to your life, you can discover there's so many things you've said yes to that are not the highest and best use of your time. And so if you think of it from that perspective, like what are those very few things that actually make the biggest impact? And then how do I just say no to absolutely everything else? 
And by going through that process, I'm able to really commit to fewer things at one time because I realize if I really want to get the best results, it's only going to come from a handful of things, one, two, maybe three projects at any given time. And so if that's where my life is truly centered, I'm going to get more quality from those things. I'm going to get a better output. I'm going to feel so much more centered because I can really give myself fully to those few projects. And I love that perspective. It has worked so well for me in the last few months, especially um, just anything I can do to actually live a life that is more focused on fewer items uh, tends to work out really well. So what's maybe one challenge you can give Fire Nation when it comes to minimalism? I think if anything, look at your current calendar, uh, but specifically the current list of projects you've said yes to. So kind of the bigger picture stuff and figure out which of those could be put on pause for now. Uh, I, for a lot of what I didn't want to do long term was uh, cut things out completely. Uh, so I put a few things on hold and that has allowed me to focus a lot better. So you want to look and see uh, your current list of things you're doing, which of those things could actually just wait, you know, a couple of months, just like hold off a bit so you can really fully give yourself to just one or two things. Give yourself completely over to just one or two things. And remember the phrase that when you say yes to something, you're actually saying no to everything else. So be really cognizant, be really focused on what you're saying yes to. Now, Fire Nation, just been dropping value bombs. More are coming when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Have you ever thought about going into business for yourself, but were overwhelmed by the idea of doing it by yourself? Operating a franchise gives you the best of both worlds, the freedom of owning your own business and the support and resources of an established, successful brand. The Goddard School, a premier franchise of private preschools, provides you the opportunity to own a recession-resistant business while making a positive impact on children and their families. It's hard to believe it, but did you know that Children's Daycare Services earned a total of $47.8 billion in revenue in 2016 and are projected to earn $52.5 billion by 2021. For nearly 30 years, the Goddard School has been a trusted name among parents and families, and their proven educational approach ensures that children have fun while learning the skills they need for long-term success. For more info or to apply to become a Goddard School franchisee, visit learnaboutgoddard.com. That's learnaboutgoddard, G-O-D-D-A-R-D dot com. Fire Nation, we all need a website. And when it comes to something as important as your online home base, you want to be sure you're partnered with the right host. If you're looking for a website host that's top rated, that powers over 2 million websites, and that gives you the best tools to build, host, and manage your business's websites, then look no further than Bluehost. Bluehost takes your small business as seriously as you do. How? Well, for starters, Bluehost offers full flexibility and control with fully customizable templates and third-party app support. Worried about the security for your website? Bluehost has you covered with maximum security, including malware monitoring and protection and automatic secure WordPress installs. Add to that a 99.9% uptime guarantee, automated updates, 24-7 tech support, online resources, expert services to help you succeed and save time, and you're in business. And right now, Bluehost is offering 50% off when you sign up at bluehost.com. That's 50% off at bluehost.com. Jeff, we're back and I want to talk about self-evaluation because I feel like that's one thing that entrepreneurs struggle with. I mean, we can evaluate other people all day long. You know, you see it on social media. We're always judging. Opinions are being thrown around. But what about self-evaluations? What can you say there? 
one thing I love to do is ask a lot of questions about my life, about the things that I say that I want uh, to really kind of pinpoint what matters the most to me. Um, and I've gone through a process for the last three or four years now where every year I will survey my audience, the people that listen to my podcast, and I'll ask them, you know, what are your thoughts about my business and, my, and what I'm working on? And then I do the same thing to myself. Like, what are my own thoughts about the things that I'm doing, uh, the way that I live, the uh, things I've, I've committed to? Like, who am I as a person and what am I trying to really get out of my life right now? And what I've re realized is that the more questions that you ask and the more perspectives that you have on your life, uh, the clearer the picture is about where you actually are and where you want to go next. And so I love to go through a process where I just simply ask myself a lot of questions about various areas. Could be my health, could be my finances, my relationships, whatever it happens to be. But forcing myself to sit down like on paper and just ask myself tough questions and answer them. And that process, but a lot of people do this at New Year's generally, uh, is a good one just to kind of get that sense of, of freshness and saying, I'm going to have like a, a do over right now. And so where am I now? Where am I going to go next and with a more sense of clarity around I know myself really well and I have really looked at the, you know, that harder stuff, the things that I've been ignoring for a long time, those air, those closets that need to be you know, cleaned out. What are those kind of messy areas that I need to figure out the, the solutions to? And when I do that, I, I am just amazed at how much better I feel because I have some tangible, you know, written down answers to work with. And I can then turn those into action plans or, you know, schedule things on my calendar. But I'm just looking for, like, how do I ask tough questions uh, so I can get those really great answers? So one thing that I'm always looking to do is increase productivity. I mean, that's been a focus of mine for a really long time now. I work really hard at it. Now, you're talking about some effective communication strategies that can actually help us with that. So you can maybe dive into these communication strategies so the Fire Nation and myself can start testing these out in our lives. Yeah, I think the one thing I absolutely focus on a lot is how I talk to other people. Um, I do work from home and work with my wife works here as well. Uh, so my coworker is her. Uh, but what I've realized like both from my time working in, in the corporate world and my time now here at my home office is that how I talk to other people, how often I talk to them and how I let them talk to me makes a huge difference in how much work I actually get done. Um, one thing that I did back when I had a, a day job was, you know, in our office, we had um, IM, basically. You could talk to the people you know, instantly over your, your, your computer uh, with this program that I hated. And so one thing I did was I deleted the program from the computer completely. I just wiped it. So nobody else could actually get a hold of me. I also unplugged my phone and I locked my door most of the day. <laughs> so I was literally like as hardcore as possible trying to hide myself from other people. And at first they were annoyed. My coworkers thought that I was just being a recluse. Uh, but what they realized very quickly was that I was getting work done in certain uh, core focus blocks. And then I would then open the door. I would then un you know, plug the phone back in and talk to them. So what I was doing was figuring out, like, when do I allow other people to talk to me and when will I talk to them and making sure there's clear boundaries around those areas and me doing whatever I have to do uh, to make sure that my most important work gets done. And then I can uh, at that point open up to other people and talk to them about their important things as well. Uh, because most of us tend to let in way too much. We constantly reply to texts and emails and phone calls, and we, we let all of this data into our lives, which becomes a huge distraction to doing our most important work. And so whatever I can do to create boundaries uh, just makes everything so much cleaner and so much better. 
Boundaries, Fire Nation. Boundaries will actually set you free. Believe that. Now, let's talk about the upcoming launch of the Rockin' Productivity Academy. Jeff, this is something you've been working on for quite some time, you know, maybe your whole life. So break it down for us. Yeah, the Rockin' Productivity Academy does launch October 11th of this year, which I'm super excited about. Um, this academy has been, I've been developing this for over a year now, which is, it's based on, in a very simple way, uh, video courses that help you to get more done. Uh, really, the idea is that as an entrepreneur, you have a lot you're trying to focus on. So how do you figure out how to organize your digital stuff, your physical stuff, your projects, your priorities? How do you really get everything in line? And the Academy addresses that through a variety of interviews, through video trains for myself, uh, through you know live webinars with me, wh- whatever the case is, uh, live coaching as well. Just trying to figure out where are you in your life right now with your business? How are you being productive? And how could you get so much more out of the time that you have? Because there is so much more we can all do. And the Academy has really been developed to make sure that you can get the very most out of the time that you have. So where could Fire Nation find out more about this? at rockinproductivity.com. It's the place to go to get uh, notifications for the upcoming launch. Jeff, let's end today on fire, brother, with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Well, the best place to find me is jeffsanders.com. And I am the best possible advice for right now. Uh, there's a quote that I have on my vision board here that says, what would the hero of my story do now? Mm. I use that question a lot to picture myself as the hero of my own story. And if I was that hero, if I really am that guy, what am I going to do next that is heroic? What am I going to do that's brave or courageous? And a lot of times that's a tough question to ask, <laughs> uh, but the answer really is you know, usually clear. It's usually that one thing that's big and hard and I don't want to touch it. I, it's just going to be difficult to, to take on, but I have to do it. I know that the hero in me would go and address that issue. And so whatever that happens to be for me, that's what I have to go and do. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with JS and JL D today, so keep up the heat. Head over to eofire.com, type Jeff in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, as well as episode 1136 and 1693, where we were dropping value bombs. Don't forget about the Rockin' Productivity Academy. Definitely go check that out. And Jeff, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Jeff today. And if you are ready to accomplish that one big goal, visit the Freedom Journal and you can accomplish it in 100 days. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flippity flip, flip, flip side. Oh yeah, use promo code podcast for a nice little discount. Peace. Ready to ditch frustration and overwhelm when it comes to launching your first site? HostGator can help. With their drag-and-drop website builder and 24-7 live support, they make it easy to get your site up and running fast. Visit HostGator.com slash fire for 60% off today. That's HostGator.com slash fire.